Hey, let's talk about economics, or rather, herconomics. Hello, everyone. Wow, has it been a minute? Um, life has been absolutely crazy, and school has been busier than ever. Although herconomics has been on the back burner for a bit, that is no longer going to be the case. A lot has changed over the last few months. I rushed a business fraternity, I've applied to what seems like hundreds of internships, and I changed my major. Still business, just no longer econ. In my last episode, I discussed a new format that I would like to integrate into this podcast, and that is current events in business. As of right now, I'm going to post these episodes on Wednesdays and call them Wall Street Wednesdays, um, because each episode will cover just one article from the Wall Street Journal, which I'm going to link in the episode description and on my social media so you can go to that article and refer to it and read it. I'm also planning on expanding beyond just economics and hope to include the many facets of business. Additionally, I want to have guests and do interviews about internships and business careers, just anything that can help my listeners learn more about the business field. I will still maintain short episodes and all of the needed explanations in order to understand what I'm talking about, what's going on. Do not worry. Um, And with that, let's dive into this first edition of Wall Street Wednesday. The issue I will be explaining today is the supply chain backup that the entire globe has fallen victim to, just in time for the holiday season. And although this may be the first time you are hearing about this, it has been an ongoing problem for months. A supply chain is the network that gets products to consumers. If you were to buy a shirt online from a company that manufactures their clothing in China, the supply chain is the entire system that gets that shirt from the factory in China to your front door. It also expands beyond the physical movement of product and even includes other functions, such as product development, so the designing and making of the shirt, and even marketing, which covers the Instagram ad that you came upon that pushed you to buy the shirt in the first place. As you can imagine, managing such a complex system is essential to making sure people get the products they need and want. It is an intricate system of ships, airplanes, and trains. In order for the supply chain to work ideally the way that it was designed, every piece needs to move together seamlessly. Unfortunately, that is not the case right now because of supply chain bottlenecks. Supplied bottlenecks are blockages in the production system. There are many factors that can cause congestion in the supply chain, but right now the COVID-19 pandemic has been a driving factor for these supply bottlenecks. The global economy is out of sync and has been for the entire duration of the pandemic. While the West is out of lockdowns, ready for production, many countries in Asia are still operating under regulations that limit productivity and output as a result of COVID-19. There's also labor shortages all over the world, which has further constrained the manufacturing of goods. There has been shortages of raw materials and prices have skyrocketed due to the difficulty in not only getting these materials, but also getting them where they need to go. Every piece of the supply chain is backed up. Ports are packed and dozens of ships have to wait for port space. Companies have to store materials and products now more than ever, resulting in more rent expenses to have warehouses. Train lines are ambushed with the massive influx of imports, slowing the flow of products. 
And another aspect of the supply chain is that it takes into consideration all of the parts for one piece. So if you think about a bike, so say you're buying a bike for your cousin for Christmas. Um, you, when you buy that bike, it's fully put together, has, has all the pieces, but the company has to put that bike together and they have to build it. And not all of the pieces of the bike are manufactured in the same place. So just because the bike says it's made in China or made in Taiwan or wherever the bike is made doesn't mean that every individual component of the bike was made there. So the bike company has a headquarters or like a factory where they'll put all the pieces together, but all those pieces are coming from different places. So they can make bikes as long as they have the gears for the bikes, as long as they have the bike seats for the bikes, as long as they have pedals for the bikes. But unless they have all of those pieces, they cannot sell that bike. So they may have every single part of the bike put together except for the paint, like they can't paint it or they can't put the pedals on. That bike has to sit there and they have to wait to get a shipment of paint or a shipment of pedals from their manufacturer so they can put the bike together and sell it. So that's another issue that's going on here is that these individual components of these products are being held back. So the company may have enough bike seats and enough frames, but they don't have bells or handlebars or things like that that they need for the bike itself and therefore they cannot sell it. All of these supply constraints are raising prices and lowering supply, making it difficult for consumers to find the products that they want at prices they are willing to pay. This entire fiasco is now affecting Thanksgiving. I don't know about you, but I love Thanksgiving. It is probably my favorite meal of the year. As of October 31st, 2021, supplies of food and household items are down 11%. This means that if you went to the grocery store with 20 items on your list, you would only be able to get 18 of them and you wouldn't be able to find two. When looking at these percentages, keep in mind that the average in-stock range is 93% to 100%, making the out-of-stock range 7% to 0%. So by food and household items being down by 11%, um, that makes only 89% of it in stock, which is like I just mentioned, below average. Interestingly enough, back in March of 2020, when shelves were bare, um, when COVID was first became a big thing in the U.S., supplies were down 13%, which is only 2% more than the current market. So let's go through a classic Thanksgiving dinner and assess the stock of my favorite meal of the year. So the lowest in-stock item is whole turkeys. By the end of October, turkeys were over 60% out of stock. Butterball, which is the, one of the biggest turkey manufacturers in the United States, claimed that labor and supply issues have posed a challenge to their production and therefore is the reason why they don't have many turkeys to sell. And then yams and sweet potatoes are also low in stock, reduced by 25%, which is actually below last year's level. As well as refrigerated pies, those are the second most out of stock Thanksgiving essential right after turkeys. Um, and according to the article, um, frozen pies will be a little bit easier to find if you want frozen pies. Thankfully, though, box stuffing is low in stock, but the supply has been increasing above last year's supply. It is still below average levels at about 11% out of stock, so just a little bit more than that 7% average. Aluminum foil, although low in stock, is higher than last year. Overall, household items are slightly easier to find than food products this year. But not only is Thanksgiving dinner under threat, but so is travel. 
Car rental and gas prices are the highest they have been in years, and flight prices are on the rise. So if you're planning on traveling for this Thanksgiving, just keep in mind that your expenses are going to be higher this year than they have been in the past. Supply chain issues and labor shortages have affected manufacturers and consumers more than ever this year, and it's just in time for Thanksgiving. All right, that is it for this episode of Wall Street Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. Um, The article that I covered here is called Thanksgiving Dinner Staples Are Low in Stock Thanks to Supply Chain Issues. Um, It was posted on November 9th, 2021 on the Wall Street Journal. So the link for that is going to be in my Instagram bio on my link tree, along with some other things. You can connect with me on Instagram at Podcast and on Twitter at HerconomicsPod. Although this isn't a traditional educational episode, you probably still have questions, and I would absolutely love to answer them. Please DM me, email me, or comment on any of my social media posts with any questions you have. They can be about today's topic, or anything I mentioned at all in the episode, or just another business concept that you would like to know more about. I would also love any feedback that you have on this format. Um, and if you see any current events that you want to know more about, free feel to feel free to share them with me and I can do an episode. Um, thanks for listening to me talk about current events the Herconomics way. <laughs>